August 6th, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, through chapter 3, verse 4. Yet when I, Paul, am among mature Christians, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world, and not the kind that appeals to the rulers of this world, who are being brought to nothing. No, the wisdom we speak of is the secret wisdom of God, which was hidden in former times, though He made it for our benefit before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would never have crucified our glorious Lord. That is what the Scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. But we know these things because God has revealed them to us by His Spirit, and His Spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's deep secrets. No one can know what anyone else is really thinking except that person alone, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own Spirit. And God has actually given us His Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you this, we do not use words of human wisdom. We speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't Christians can't understand these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them because only those who have the Spirit can understand what the Spirit means. We who have the Spirit understand these things, but others can't understand us at all. How could they? For who can know what the Lord is thinking? Who can give Him counsel? But we can understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to mature Christians. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in the Christian life. I had to feed you with milk and not with solid food, because you couldn't handle anything stronger. And you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your own sinful desires. You are jealous of one another and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your own desires? You are acting like people who don't belong to the Lord. When one of you says, I'm a follower of Paul, and another says, I prefer Apollos, aren't you acting like those who are not Christians? Good morning, everybody. Josh Stewart's phase three with a, a daily devotional for you. Um, before we get started, I'd like to pray. Lord, our Father, we just, uh, we love you, we thank you, and uh, and, and for everything that you're doing for us, Lord, and, and, and for blessings on the ministry as a whole, Lord. Help us to stay on one accord and just bind our hearts as one, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And so this morning, uh, the devotional is uh, titled, Prepare in Prayer. And uh, the scripture is drawn from Psalm uh, chapter 5, verse 3. Uh, o Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. And this is from the English Standard Version. So David would begin his morning in prayer. 
Scripture tells us that David would prepare his prayers as sacrifices to God. In Psalm chapter 4, verse 5, David writes, uh, Offer sacrifices in righteousness and trust in the Lord. In James chapter 5, verse 16, the author tells us, The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Uh, there is another man in the Bible that prayed in the morning, Jesus. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, the author tells us, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, went out, and made his way to a deserted place. And he was praying there. See, prayer is the one form of communication that hasn't changed from Old Testament to New Testament. David and Jesus knew how important prayer was to communicate with God. So every morning they would pray with intense feeling and passion, just knowing prayer is designed to align you to God's will and not to align God to your will. Now after David would pray in the morning, he would watch. You know, some translations say he would watch expectantly or eagerly watch. Not only was David diligent as he watched, he was also consistent at waiting for an answer to his prayer. We can say the same about Jesus. Every time Jesus was faced with an important decision, he prayed. When the time came for Jesus to choose his disciples, he prayed all night. Uh, it tells us this in Luke chapter 6, uh, verses 12 through 16. So, you know, if Jesus spent an entire night in prayer to determine God's will for him, how long do you think it would take us to align ourselves to God's will in prayer? If praying in the morning was important to David and Jesus, how much more important do you think it should be for us to pray and give our requests to God in the morning? You know, in turn, how difficult do we find it to wait while he aligns us to his will? You know, patience. Are we able to walk with integrity and be diligent in obedience with what he has us doing now and what uh, as we wait and watch? You know, so God is faithfully concerned with what he wants to see happen in our lives. So we need to trust in Jesus and we need to trust in God to work while we are waiting. So I just want to say I love you all and uh, uh, Lord, our Father, we just thank you for a spirit of patience, Lord, and, and uh, just distill patience in us today, Lord, in, in Jesus' name. Amen.